This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, March 13th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I'm joined by Steve Hellwagon. Steve, I suppose it's fitting. It's Friday the 13th. It feels like a zombie land out there. Sports are, of course, on hold for the foreseeable future. Let's start with the NCAA tournament, Steve. I was surprised that I wasn't surprised at all that they postponed it. I was surprised they canceled it. I thought they would postpone it, kind of what the NBA is doing. Because for those who don't know, the NBA has put their season on hold. But as long as the COVID-19 virus runs its course the next couple of months, I do think the NBA is going to play a truncated playoff. And they're going to have an NBA champion this year, but it's going to take a couple of months. And again, I think they're going to just do away with the regular season and then just play the playoffs. But were you surprised that the NCAA didn't decide just to put the tournament on hold rather than just cancel it? Yeah, Dave, I, I guess I am a little surprised. Uh, it, it has obviously been a situation that has been evolving. And again, I'm not an infectious disease expert. I only play one on the radio. And from my understanding is the United States, in many regards, and government and, and state government and whatever, are making these type of uh, moves to, to curtail mass gatherings uh, because they've seen what's happened in other countries where perhaps they weren't prepared uh, in terms of hospitals for a lot of people to be infected at one time, and they're just hoping that the containment, that they can contain this thing by uh, curtailing the number of mass gatherings. And, and I guess that you know, that's the starting point. Now, in terms of the NCAA, um, they derive so much of their revenue from hosting the men's basketball tournament every year. Uh, they have a multi-billion dollar contract with uh, CBS, TBS, TNT, etc. Uh, to stage the tournament. I don't know the exact figure every year, but uh, obviously that's a trickle down. There's a lot of schools that rely on that money that comes in from the tournament to, to have their athletic operations. Now, Ohio State certainly is not one of those. I mean, when you talk about all their different revenue streams with regular season football and uh, regular season bas- basketball and uh, uh, Ohio Stadium revenue from those games and everything else that comes in, Ohio State's able probably to keep the doors open. But, uh, yeah, I would say in a sense I was surprised that they're not going to have the NCAA tournament. I thought maybe you could – uh, have it in May to put it off for two months in the hopes that 
you know, within six or eight weeks, we get the word from uh, the World Health Organization or the United States government that uh, this thing has been, I would say, completely curtailed, but uh, at least neutralized where the threat is not uh, so imminent. Um, I guess we're going to wait and see. I think baseball is taking a wait-and-see approach, uh, postponing the start of their regular season at least two weeks, and it was supposed to start uh, two weeks from right now on or about the 26th of March. So now that pushes them into mid-April before they're going to start, and maybe some other uh, sports will take their cue from them. It may probably going to be a lot longer than that. But at any rate, yeah, I was surprised. I thought they could have still held the event and uh, still uh, you know, gotten some part of that television revenue. I don't know if their contract is written in such a way that in an act of God, they still get the money uh, from their television partners. I think this would qualify as an act of God, no question uh, what's happened. And, uh, you know, I think when you postpone it, uh, you're talking about uh, building conflicts potentially with the sites and the idea that some of the players who want to become professionals uh, could have already been headed off to work on uh, NBA draft preparation or whatever. Would they be eligible? Would they want to continue to play in a college tournament? Uh, that's uh, definitely some questions that would have arisen had they uh, kept this thing, uh, the potential to still have it. One of our great sporting events in the United States uh, this year, we're going to be going without that, and uh, certainly uh, some other events obviously going by the wayside. But uh, here's to a return to normalcy as soon as possible, because uh, this uh, this world that we're living in right now is so uncertain. No doubt about that. And, and I, I do want to say Ohio, I think, uh, deserves some credit here. Ohio's really been at the forefront of this. Ohio has really been a leader nationally. Ohio's done things like, you know, that initially people are like, oh, they're overreacting, and then several states will follow suit, like the closing of schools, which I have two daughters that are in public school here in central Ohio, and they're going to be off school for the next three weeks. This is their last day in school for a while. So, I, you know, I do think Ohio has done a good job of being a leader here. Um, and, you know, that's a credit to the leaders of the state, Governor Mike DeWine and many others. Um, Steve, I, you know, this this is really uncharted territory. This doesn't really compare to post nine eleven, but just you know, just to throw it out there, maybe if you can give some, you know, somewhat of a comparison to some other things that have happened. I mean, again, there's been nothing like this, but maybe some things you've seen that have with nine eleven. For those that don't remember, I mean, that just shut the sports world down for one week. I mean, this is going to be completely different. But just again, we've never seen anything like this. But how do you think this compares to some of the things we have seen in the past? Well, this is uh, society-wide. I mean, you're talking about Broadway and New York City is closed. Uh, churches are not going to be able to congregate each Sunday, and a lot of people rely on that, one, for social, and two, for spiritual. You know, I mean, it, it is going to have an, a major impact on our society, and in, in some ways, psychologically, I think, for a lot of people, just some of the the things that their outlets, some of the things that they are involved with aren't going to be there. And you're not going to turn on the television and watch a random uh, Indiana-Minnesota basketball game. It's just not going to be there. So, you know, um, it, it's a sad situation. It's unfortunate. I don't know that there's anything anybody could have really done to head this off, at least within the United States. 
this was a situation that you know obviously came from overseas and uh, has uh, has mushroomed uh, here in the United States and will continue to do so until they can get it uh, under control. You know, and hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know that a, 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 an antidote or a cure is, is forthcoming in time to stop this initial wave, but uh, eventually. You hope they can get their hands around it. You know, you go back, uh, they, they mentioned that uh, Disneyland has only closed for certain events, so with JFK being killed back in 1963, and they did postpone a lot of the sports. Uh, that At that point, Ohio State and Michigan waited an extra week to play their game in November of 1963. The 9-11 thing, I mean, ni- almost 19 years ago, I was covering Ohio State at the time, and they canceled the game with San Diego State. Obviously, after the way that that went down, they canceled air travel for four or five days. I mean, there was nobody, and you know this as well as anybody, Dave. You were stuck on a trip, and uh, Ohio State canceled San Diego State. The next trip was UCLA away, and uh, I flew from Columbus to Atlanta and then from Atlanta to Los Angeles on this huge Delta plane. Uh, with extra safeguards, obviously, at the airport. They enacted stuff almost instantaneously to make sure that something like uh, hijacking the planes would never happen again. And we've been very lucky with the safeguards that they put in, you know, almost 20 years ago that we haven't seen uh, many incidences like that. So I guess we just have to have hope and faith, in this case, in the medical personnel and our government that they're going to handle it. But I flew from uh, Atlanta to L.A. on a plane, you know, probably sat 200 people, and there may have been 80 people on the plane. I had my whole own whole row. I got to stretch out all the way to Los Angeles. But this is something entirely different because it is not safe, uh, by their opinion, for us to congregate and potentially spread this uh, virus and this disease. And we can poo-poo it all we want. But the facts are out there. People are going to the hospital. People are getting sick. And, and until people are properly tested, we don't even know uh, how far this thing really has spread. So I think it's better to be safe than sorry. Uh, you hope and uh, that everything can get back to normal within six or eight weeks. And, uh, you know, uh, it, we can go on with our life in general and, and the sports industry can get back uh to entertaining uh, fans and, and everything that goes with that. But, uh, you know, from an Ohio State standpoint, you know, you think about it, uh, what are they going to do? Obviously, I don't think they're going to be practicing in 100 and 150-person uh, groups. What they may have to do is uh, have smaller groups uh, come out and drill down on some different things or work out in 15 or 20-man units or, or whatever. But, uh uh, you know, my kids go to Ohio State, Dave. They're juniors, and they got the message that uh, no class this upcoming week at Ohio State. And, in fact, everybody has been uh, kicked out of the dorms. You have to come, You have to move off campus. Campus is closed, basically, uh, for the rest of the spring semester, which runs through the end of April at this point. So uh, it's all going to be online classes uh, for the rest of the semester. And uh, people, the the dorms are closing at the end of next week. You have to come and get your stuff and move out of the dorm. Uh, you know, I don't know the exact number of people live in the dorm, 15,000, 20,000 probably, out of the 40,000 or 50,000 students. 
they've been booted out of the dorm as of the end of next week. So this is real. Uh, this is, uh, you know, you feel bad for people having to make uh, changes in their lifestyle and everything else, but uh, this is how it, how it needs to be for the time being. Yeah, and last thing real quick, you kind of touched on this. Um, I mean, it, it's try to even talk about what the football team is doing right now, but people want to know, this is an Ohio State football podcast, um, so I imagine you mentioned like they might get together in, in groups of 15 or 20. I don't even know if that's going to happen, man. I think they might. these guys just might be working out on their own. They might tell them just to stay away from the Woody. Um, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will say you guys can come in, just stay, you know, away from each other. Don't you know? You don't need to work out together. I guess if you're benching, you probably need somebody to to spot you. But other than that, I, I imagine they're going to tell these guys either work out on your own or have very, very, very small groups. Uh, and maybe they'll have them stay away from the Woody. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. But just you know, kind of elaborate on your thoughts there. What do you think the football team's going to be doing here for the next month or so? Yeah, I think this whole situation is so so new that I don't know that they have a plan in place just yet. And, of course, this is spring break uh, for Ohio State. It's been extended, I guess, for another week. So there will be no classes for the next week, even online, until people can get uh, their feet under them, which, uh, as we readily admit, is going to be difficult. I agree with what you're saying. I think um, the facility needs to be kept in a pristine uh fashion that way it's not a breeding ground for whatever this may or may not be and again i'm not an infectious disease expert Uh, i think that um uh, my guess is you know schools are on all different schedules in terms of who's practiced and who hasn't and my guess is the ncaa is going to make some uh some uh allotment that okay if it's safe to come back on say may 15 that uh, you can resume whatever was left of your spring practice or whatever and still get those dates in and uh, still, you know, do all the work that you had intended to do, it's going to be disjointed. And some people are going to get uh, the good end of this and some people aren't going to get the good end of it. And it's unfortunate. But again, as we outlined, this is an act of God. This is not something where somebody said, Florida, you get this advantage and South Carolina, you don't. This is this is quite simply just something that we're going to have to work through uh, collectively as an industry and individually as schools, and I think that uh, they're going to just do the best they can with it. The hope is that they can rein this thing in uh, by the summer and uh, that uh, by the fall we are able to have uh, mass congregation once again and uh, people can come to football games and these kind of things in the fall without worrying about, uh, you know, are they going to get sick or these kind of things. So to me, uh, they're taking the prudent steps, and now it's left for the rest of us to just uh, deal with it and work around it. Great stuff from Steve Hellwagon. Thank you very much, Steve, and thank you to all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's try that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. (laughs) 